Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. And welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. This is Chris Parker, and I have another Parker in the conversation today, Heather Parker, coming in from the United States. And full disclosure, Heather is a close cousin, so we grew up together, and uh, I see here, well, during COVID time, not so much, but uh, typically once a year on the trips back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was recently triggered by some promotions that she was sending around on Facebook and stuff, and so that was really a trigger to uh, reach out and check in with Heather and, and learn from her about what she's doing um, in her healing practice. So, Heather, yeah. great to see you. Could you share with us what is it that you do and why do you do what you do? <laughs> I am a Reiki master teacher. That means that I've been attuned in uh three levels of Reiki and have been practicing Reiki so that long enough that I can teach as well as give Reiki. Um, and why? Reiki. Why? why? Yeah. Why, why is this something that you do? You know, well, there's, <laughs> for me, when something comes into my awareness two or three times um i start i'll I'll pay attention like there's a reason that this is coming up for me let me see what i'm supposed to get from this um and reiki that that was it with reiki energy healing in and of itself and reiki specifically so by the third time that energy healing came about um, while I was at a party, a a fundraising dinner party. And what I get a lot is, wow, your energy, it's so good. It just feels good to be around you. Um, And it's like, okay, well, thank you. Let me explore this. What, What is this? And there's so much about us as human beings, um, and not just human beings, all of life, animals, plants, we're emitting energy, we're affecting each other energetically, and being introduced to Reiki helped me make sense of all these things that I had a clue about, but I really didn't know what it was, even, even including prayer. And I was part of a church for quite some time in my younger years. And uh, prayer, it for me, it has been a powerful way of expressing and getting stuff out. Uh, for me, talking to God is, it's um, like us talking. There's a familiarity, it's safe and there's no judgment on what I'm thinking or have to say. And it's also a place for me to surrender and um, be humble, which I'm not always humble naturally, like who is. But mm-hmm. I definitely 
am not. So, so um, I, I, I would love to get into this maybe universal energy later, but can can you share with me and others what is Reiki and energy healing? So how do you describe that to someone who's just um, completely unaware? Mm. Yeah, it's, um, this always is fun for me. <laughs> it, it ties into it. So universal life force energy in different cultures, it's your chi, your prana, uh, this essential energy that connects us to all that is basically. So um, no matter what anybody's religious practices are, it's okay if there's a higher power of any kind out there, um, God, source, energy, um, that's moving through all of us. And Reiki is a way to funnel the energy it's with the hands so right now i'm sending you reiki I'm sending everybody watching this reiki <laughs> and it's um reiki will go anywhere within our physical body or our other this we call them the subtle bodies so that's your emotional well-being mental things anywhere that there's a clog um something that we haven't worked out or is sometimes it's just other people's energy that sticks to us like like when you're around somebody that is has a lot of negative energy and then you leave them and you you feel drained for example mm -hmm. um reiki helps bring us back into our normal flow because our energy moves like like this and when there's yeah. when there's blocks it just interrupts it so um it expresses itself in different ways depending on what the block is and how do you do that you said it's with the hands but you mm -hmm. can also do it at a distance so is this is this something that you're injecting into the person or is it something you're taking out of them or is it something is it something altogether different it's uh the reiki practitioner is a conduit of the energy moving to a person hmm. and then any other gifts that a person a practitioner has um works hand in hand with with the practice itself um for me i'm i'm also clairsentient which most people are more familiar with someone being clairvoyant. Well, there's multiple clairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Clairsentient is I can see your feelings. So when I'm in someone's energy field, they don't have to. They don't have to say it to me. <laughs> I've already seen it. So with Reiki, it the Reiki does what it does, which is um absolutely relaxing so like i tell people that are newer to what energy healing is it at the very least your body is going to experience a deeper level of relaxation even in 15 minutes 
because we're energetic beings and we're constantly interacting with each other. So this is just a straight focused way of sending good energy mm -hmm. to a person. Now this clear sentient that <clears throat> with, with so many different vibrations and emotions going on, isn't that this confronting for you if you're if you're being confronted by so many different people's emotions? I'm yes. not sure if, I'm not sure if I would want to have that ability. In fact, I mm -hmm. do a lot to protect myself from the emotions of others, and thus I am very conscious and disciplined about um, about connecting. So, how does that weave into your work? Ooh. Well, I, well, let me say that it it is it it's a daunting way of being for sure. Um, so there's tools that I've accumulated over the years in different ways. And I find that all of these tools come together. Um, all of these tools come together. So like learning about codependency and uh, setting boundaries, huge tool helps me tremendously mm -hmm. because I can easily get pulled into someone's emotional field and I can get stuck there without being able to go no because it's, it's the head and the heart working together. Mm -hmm. So I can say, hey, I still want to hear you. However, you know, like I have a meeting, so let's check back later. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I was younger and I didn't have the tools or the awareness, it it was just messy. And it was very hard to determine what was, is that me? I feel anxious. Oh, no, no. That was their stuff. And that's a, that's a big, that's a big thing to, to understand about oneself so that we can navigate better. <clears throat> Yeah, it sounds to me like there's a level of emotional maturity in your awareness, mm -hmm. and then and, and being able to consciously say no, that's your funk, not mine. And if you have tools to, well, to execute that in a loving and caring way, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to being abrupt. And is <clears throat> do you help people with those types of things in your in your practice as well? So when you're doing a, a Reiki session. Um, are these the types of things that you can help them maybe remove the funk of others and, 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 and clear up whatever they're carrying around? Is that, is that basically the premise of all this? Yes. <laughs> so what, what is like a top example of, of what something somebody might be suffering from or, or symptoms that would, that would trigger them to say, Hey, I, I need a bit of Reiki from, um, sorry, you're calling it Reiki, Reiki, Reiki. Reiki, or Reiki. I call it Reiki. <laughs> okay, I, I think they're calling it different things over here in Europe. So, well, let's just call it whatever we call it, and I'll keep changing between the two. Um, <laughs> what What are some symptoms that that people are experiencing that would trigger them to to give you a shout and go on your website and and and, and schedule a, a session? Mm. Resistance is the first thing that came up right now. Um, people experiencing resistance, and that 
might look like a resistance to dealing with something painful. And I find that with anything <laughs> that is ready to be healed, to be looked at, to be released, uh, will start, there'll be things, the way life it cooperates in this way. So like, like when someone is heartbroken, for example, and everywhere they go, they see the person who broke their heart's face everywhere. You just can't get away from it. <laughs> it's there, right? It, so it's the same with with various things because it's not always a heartbreak. Um, although there's multiple ways for the heart to break, so there's there's levels to it, right? Um, and what what happens in the sessions with me, because every every Reiki practitioner is offering Reiki and their gifts from, from who they are. So for me, um, I do a lot of, it's called distance healing or remote Reiki sessions. And I do those over the phone. I'm happy to do them um, on video. If, if that's what the client wants, but not everybody wants that. Mm. Um, and Reiki, and this is for every anybody who practices Reiki, if, if I'm doing it remotely, then I have an object that is holding the place for you. Um, so I have a Reiki bear and <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's about yay big um, and I, she's a young lady now at the time when I mentored her, she was about 12 or 13. Um, <laughs> she's in foster care and <laughs> that girl used to give me so much grief and it was understandable. It wasn't personal. It was where she was at and the things that she was going through. So we had plenty of breakthroughs. And by the time she left to go home with her family, she gave me this bear, which was such a huge gift for me. Like, oh my gosh, she loves me. It works. Mm. She mm -hmm. felt it, that I can see it. It's, it's growing. Um, so that's my Reiki bear. So it is already a place of great love. And um, it's important to me that anyone that works with me feels welcome, safe, and comfortable because it's not easy to let down our guards and for reiki to be the most effective there is an element of being open mm. um because i'm i'm really holding space for you to work out whatever it is that you're working out mm. whether it's grief heartbreak you know physical pain um illness death it's all in there so it, it it's it's amazing and it confirms for me time and time again that we are so much more connected than we are disconnected and it's um it's humbling and it's beautiful mm. and i love it it's <clears throat> my my favorite thing <laughs> 
And and what what are the type? <clears throat> I guess one of my questions is, what is your perfect customer? But it sounds like the a certain people need to be have a certain personality or temperament or openness to these openness. types of discussions and methods. So it's like, who who would be uh, perfect for you? And say, you know, this is the type of person that I love working with. I love, it's the openness part. Um, temperament and everything else, that's just extra fun. Mm. <laughs> I'm a Leo, I don't care, that's fun. We're gonna have fun. So. <laughs> and open to what exa exactly, what is what is the openness? It, just be, it's, it's being open. So that takes a like letting go of what you think it should be or whatever and just allowing yourself to experience it because <clears throat> it's it's different for everybody um it's it is very relaxing uh the more when when someone's being open then they allow themselves to be in in that deeper, almost like a meditative state. And I know everyone doesn't meditate, so you know it varies. Um, someone who does meditate and is used to seeing colors when they close their eyes or whatever, um, or some people can feel <laughs> feel uh, their spirit not their spirit, but someone else's spirit near them. You know, a lot of times it's a grandparent or um, someone who has transitioned, but you can feel their energy. Um, so in that way, it's it's um, it's different, but the openness just allows uh, I guess a, a flow in conversation. Mm -hmm. Like at the end, for me, at the end of my sessions, I leave room for us to share. So, what did you experience? Yeah. Um, in Reiki, people might feel hot and cold temperatures varying in different places of their body during the session. Some people feel tingling sensations, or like some people say, I have an ache in my shoulder on the right side, hmm. you know, and it's just stiff. By the end of the session, person might feel it relax and it's like, wow, I feel lighter. Hmm. Um, so uh, it, those are a couple of examples of how that works. Um, however, you don't need to be that to get anything from it. And I'll give you an example. It was when I first started practicing Reiki, I volunteered at uh, Huntington Memorial Hospital in Pasadena, California. Great hospital. Um, and we worked uh, with patients who had come out of serious surgeries. And there was uh, one of the, the patients that I got to work with, and we're only spending like 30 minutes max with the person, if that, more like 
15, 20. And they request it, so it's not anything pushed on anybody. Um, one patient who appeared stoic and maybe like they weren't open, <laughs> but that isn't what happened. So while I was giving this person Reiki, I kept hearing, forgive, forgive, forgive. And at that point, I'm still learning, like, it's okay for me to say this stuff out loud. Or, like, because I would go through this, they're going to think I'm crazy if I say this out loud. <laughs> However, this is where learning to trust myself, um, but I got good practice in this, like, it, just to say it. So this person, stoic looking person, I shared that and and they cried. Like, I know exactly what that means. And I'm like, okay. I'm just a participant. <laughs> it's, it's not me. <laughs> it's just coming through. <laughs> it's just coming through. Uh, another example, um, I also got to work with some people in their outpatient behavioral center. Um, and this one person who was uh, a scientist, so super cranial, um, cerebral. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, there, her staff person, was, we were in a room with the door open and the staff person was just outside. And I'm giving this person Reiki and <laughs> I could see it. it was just a little tear right here. And at the end, the staff asked how they how they liked the experience because it was their first time with Reiki. And they said, it was only like five minutes. And he said, no, you were in here for 30 minutes. So when I say it's different for everybody, for that person, getting from here into here, clearly difficult for that person to do. No judgment, just what it is. So being able to support people wherever they are, however they come in, is, is a beautiful honor for me. And I've been doing this not as long as many other people, obviously. Um, however, it's I've had enough experience is to see so many variances. It's um, it's awesome. Well, you haven't done it for long, you said, but it's since 2016 <clears throat> is what I read on on the website, and and the website is is skeh.org. SKEH.org. Can you tell me the story behind the acronym? Sure. Um, my my business's name is Soul Knowing Energy Healing. And uh, while attempting to communicate this <laughs> in short windows and spaces, saying that and spelling it all out can be challenging. 
because <laughs> it's a mouthful. Um, so I, uh, I was inspired by one of my uh, clients in, at my day job. They have a hashtag with the acronym for their company. And I was like, oh, that is so smart. I'm going to try this. Mm. So when I was working on my website, I was like, let's not make this hard for people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Heather, <laughs> just what, because you like your whole business name. And is what you've been describing so far, is that what you mean by soul knowing? Mm, to some extent, yes. Uh, mm, people will talk about their intuition which is absolutely valid. It's it's in the same vein. It, like my tagline is trust what your soul knows. And it the way we're conditioned in society to do do do, we can get so far outside of ourselves that we don't hear ourselves anymore. Mm -hmm. However, it's still in there. So it's the remembering and then trusting it. So like, even when I'm practicing Reiki and I'll hear things, it's not a coincidence. So trusting it is important. And the way that shows up for me in everyday scenarios, if I might not have any physical evidence to say there's something wrong here in this situation with these people here like maybe there's danger but i can feel it and when i was younger I, and i would dismiss it like and then walk right into it so trusting what our soul knows is going hey that's happening i'm experiencing this for a reason and I can trust it. I, I can trust what my soul knows. And it's it's different than holding a position of I'm always right. That's not it. It's knowing without having anything in this present moment, like here's my test results. You know, if I do this, you can see it, but we don't always have that in in every given moment so learning or relearning to trust ourselves is imperative and so helpful in creating healthy connections with one another cool so <clears throat> skeh.org and i was going to try to make a word out of it like skerg <laughs> but that doesn't work either so <clears throat> let's just stick with skeh.org Nice try. Nice try. Um, you mentioned earlier that you're a Leo. Mm -hmm. And um, that means you're a lioness. Yes. And I'm the proud owner of your book of poems that you published probably two, three years ago, maybe longer. Four, four years ago now. So <clears throat> on, on your website, skeh.org, and there's a product page, and in there you can find the book. So I'm curious about... The book and, and then well as some other products on here. There's some some different um, kits and sprays and crystals and things. So share the story of the of the book for a moment and then 
what are all of these other products doing? Because this is a new evolution of your business that I wasn't aware about until I saw it on, on Facebook recently. Yes. Okay. So the book, well, I've, I've been writing poetry since high school on and off. And then oh, probably about 15 years ago, I got back into the flow and then I was meeting other artists and poets and my friend and mentor, Tony Haynes encouraged me to publish a book. And I received it, yet I also was like, that's crazy, publish a book. However, again, when things come into my awareness, I'm like, okay, I have to give this some credence. So I was at an open mic in LA and a gentleman shared about this writing cohort that he started. And he is a professor, uh, professor of English and also an artist himself and uh, a man with great vision. And he started, it's called the Community Lit Association. Or um, it's not Institute, hello, Heather. Community, CLI, yeah. Um, and you had to, apply, I had to apply, kind of like going to grad school, you have to apply, be accepted, and then do the thing. And at the end of the 10 week course, we all had an opportunity to pitch our books to small publishing presses here in LA and publish a book. It was an extraordinary experience. <laughs> I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, and, and the link there, you can buy it right on, on there. I think, can you still get it on Amazon and places like that as well? Is it still? You can, you available? can get it on Amazon. Yeah. And I, I know that's easier in a lot of ways for people. However, if you buy it through the link on my website or go through my publisher directly, <laughs> I get paid more because Amazon takes half of what they would pay me regularly. <clears throat> right on. So, um, we'll put the link to the book there on your, on your site. So you can, you can get that there. So, Thank and you. what about these other packages that are, um, and the, the book, by the way, is called loving a lioness poetry and life, love and Eros. And, and well, Eros is another word for love, I think, right? A Greek, yes. Greek word for love. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> when Greek love, love is broken down in how it's expressed, unlike English, mm -hmm. That's just love. I love pizza. I love you. Not the same thing. But so like which, agape. Which, which do you love more? <laughs> Always you, Chris. Are you kidding <laughs> I'm me? Not, uh, I'm detecting uh, an aura of, of insincerity there because I know you love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> so, so, um, no, cool. So tell me about these because there's there's uh Pizza didn't send me postcards from all over the place. True Thank that. You. True that. So uh um nor does pizza send you boxes of chocolate every Christmas. <gasps> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See? So um talk, tell me about some of these, you know, if if and, and the reason it was really meaningful for me to have this conversation right now is because hey, there's Christmas coming up and you have these these gift packages. 
um, that I thought were really quite cool. You know, there's crystals and sprays and, and, and chakra kits and, and all these fun things. What's the story behind that and how can people uh, get a hold of those as gift items this year? Yay. I love those too because again, it's the energy of things. And I actually have one. Someone just bought, bought one here so I can show you. So uh, I make two different kinds of chakra kits. I have a basic chakra kit and then I, I have the sublime chakra kit. The basic chakra kit is exactly what it sounds like. It's basic. Um, and it's, a, it's the perfect thing for someone who's just starting out with understanding their own energy or has just taken a fancy to crystals but doesn't know what that is. Um, let me bring it a little closer. This is this is red jasper. Mm. It's works with your root chakra. Our root chakra is whew, the grounding part of us. Um, how we're connected to the earth, uh, whether we feel safe, finances, shelter, all of those things when they're out of whack. Our root chakra usually is acting out of whack too. Um, mm. So a lot of times, um, just having it to be able to hold it. So it's a reminder, hey, let me refocus and send love to that area. Um, but you get seven, seven crystals in the, well, you get seven crystals in both. But with this, it's a red jasper carnelian, which is, comes in different shades of yellow to almost red. That works with your sacral chakra, your creative energy, your sexual energy, um, some tiger's eye. So, cool. so the, what's the difference between the, the, the basic and the sublime? Sublime. Is, is it a different type of crystal? Yeah. Um, the sublime chakra kits I intuitively design. Mm. So... It could be a wide variety of crystals that I that are like, hey, this one comes and it takes a that one takes a little more time to put together mm -hmm. because I'm I'm tuning into your energy like, what do I get? Oh, okay. There's there's so many crystals and they work with varying chakras. So it's, it's different. It's a, a more creative experience for me to create the Sublime Chakra Kits. Cool. And then, then you have some different packages as well. So the, 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 the self-care package has the basic chakra as well as some sage spray and things like that. What, yes. what would, I know the, the act of burning sage to cleanse a space and things like that. So is the mm -hmm. sage spray sort of the same thing, but in a bottle? Yeah, so Ooh, okay. this is my own personal one and I didn't use uh, the bottles I use are mm. two ounce bottles for the sage spray and mm. they're beautiful cobalt blue. Mm. <laughs> this is just mine to keep it work because 
there are people that are crazy here. And sometimes <laughs> I need to calm down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, some people can't burn things in their apartments or yeah. their offices <clears throat> and or you're just out and about and you can't just well you could but maybe it's not the best thing to light light up some sage or uh, an herb that you're going to clear some energy and just walk around like this at people it could well, be effective i don't know i'm not saying you should or you shouldn't but here here in the netherlands it is in fact legal to light up that herb to make you feel better that's <laughs> That's a, I think it's a different type of herb you were talking about. So, so have have you actually ever sp sprayed someone directly and saying, "Dude, you've got some bad energy." Psh, psh. I don't know, probably not. I hope not. So, <laughs> I can I can imagine. I can imagine the, the need to. This is where it's a where there's a uh, a connection between me and the other people. Like, mm -hmm. oh no, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that attitude. Fix yeah. it. Fix it. Right on. Um, Heather, I've, I've, I've enjoyed this. I, I, again, um, you know, this is part of my family series, which is turning into a series. Um, um, which I, which I love and I'm discovering things about you that, that I never knew and um, really appreciative of your openness and sharing and, and for you. people, because you do it a distance, I guess that could be worldwide. And if people are mm -hmm. interested in, in benefiting from your, your, your service, um, skh.org, and then that will also be at the podcast page, ebullient.com slash podcast slash Heather dash Parker. Um, yay. yay. And I'm curious, I'd like to just open it up and, and, and share in, if during this whole conversation you have been inspired and in, in, or have an intuition to, to share anything additional um, before we wrap up, I just want to create that window for you uh, mm -mm. it's um in my life journey not just in my business journey uh, um with life being so precious, learning to be present. Um, is invaluable and it requires us to pay attention to how we're being. And that's an internal process. Um, which is counter to how society moves at large you know you don't like your butt get a new one you don't like this you know you don't like your hair color diet you don't like your eye colors get contacts all the things that we can do to change the aesthetics of ourselves um is outward and it, it's not uh, so much of a judgment thing, but if we're more valuable than that part, because this expires at any given time anyway, what's inside of us doesn't. Um, 
my my dad used to say pretty is what pretty does and that um that sticks with me that sticks with me and it's a moment by moment thing because every day is different our situations and circumstances fluctuate from year to year, month to month, day to day, hour to hour sometimes. Um, so it's less about like, yeah, I'm, I might mess up here or there or here and there. Yet, if I keep coming back to working on myself, It, it creates a, a beautiful vibration even even when there's errors or you know sometimes those errors lead to disconnections um, yet the love remains that's it <laughs> beautiful thank you for sharing <clears throat> yeah I love your father as well miss him dearly me too Thank you, Heather. Um, Skeh.org, everybody. If you're looking for something creative and special uh, for Chris Christmas, um, and you can also reach out to Heather. I'm sure she would love to have a conversation with you about um, how she might help or how you might be able to help each other. So, Heather Parker, thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. I love you. <laughs> I know. I love you too. Learn more at billion.com/podcast.